0: Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello, welcome to Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. I'm Anita Baldwin and I'm here as usual with Anna Geary. Hey,
1: Anna. Hi, you all right?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Today we are talking to the lovely Stephen Schillingford. He was really interesting actually and a lot of views about a lot of things. As usual, we end up going down various different conversational cul-de-sacs and avenues and off at tangents and just sharing opinions so it's a really really interesting chat today
1: yeah it was a bit brave as well like he had a tiktok account with like twenty thousand people, and just shut it as you'll find out when you're listening why but yeah not many people i think
0: he's had a lot of adversity in his life though so that is probably like a blip compared to some of the stuff he's had to yeah. go through and put up with and get over and stuff like that. as as everybody does do you know what i don't i've never met anyone our age who hasn't
1: it's been normally because you don't know them that well. If you don't think they have got all that, that's what I think. Yeah, got when you know, when life. you know, yeah, when you know them, then you get to find out. Oh, and that happened, and this happened. That it looks uh, great, doesn't it? Let's get into this podcast then. Let's get into it. If you're
0: enjoying marketing made easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate,
2: review, and subscribe. I was always into entrepreneurship. Back in the day when it wasn't trendy. Yeah,
1: like, before not, it was cool. Same.
2: Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> doing clean easy and amway and stuff like that so show Oh wow
1: they're blast from the past aren't they
2: yeah so i started doing that and then just obviously started sort of like just really shiny objects in driving chasing everything and then ended up running a recycling business out of nothing like literally just stumbled upon it ended up going from sort of like zero to like six figures within like two and a half years
0: mm-hmm. just
2: like just chasing a load of money being young at the time as well driving around the there's money car. in
0: the unsexy stuff isn't there as well
2: There is. There's money in the dirt as well. Like, you know, it's always the unfancy stuff, like you said, unsexy stuff. 2008 hit, recession, and I just didn't plan well. I was afraid of selling and I didn't take up a member of staff and I didn't go out and sell. So that side of the business fell down went bankrupt and then had a long layoff basically. And then I just started getting back into post development space. Got him back in was sort of a bit standoffish about seven years ago. I just hit a really bad patch in life. Really, really bad patch, like mentally sort of like friends, family, people, everything just came on top. I just come out of a bad relationship, ended up getting a hernia. went to the doctors for the pre-operation oh, yeah. check. and um, they told my blood pressure. And they were like, yeah, sort of 192 over like 85 or something. So I was like, that's normal, isn't it? Like, and they were like, no, it's not. It's when you're a child
0: on you, didn't it? I love your yeah. honesty around all that. But you say it very matter of factly. I imagine it was a very hard few years.
2: Yes, it was tough. Then from that on in, I just looked at my life and I was like, right, you know what? There's a lot of people out there who are struggling to speak up for themselves, struggling to live their truth. And I didn't really see anyone around sort of speaking up. So I was like, right, I just started picking up the phone and just went on Instagram. I loved it for the clothing side of it. And I was like, right, let's just start using video, video element of it. And then just started building a coaching business from there. In, but I ended up getting into the relationship space. Um, and then during the pandemic, grow, grew a massive following on TikTok throughout that. And then it was the wrong niche, wrong time. And I was like, right, just deleted it all. I just deleted it. So subscribe. why was it the wrong
0: niche? You didn't enjoy
2: it? You know, what? Enjoying it, but it was like the wrong audience. I should have been, what I target now is mainly sort of like real mindset stuff. Talking about relationship stuff was where I was at at the time. Yeah. And it was attracting a female audience, which was, and I had some like clients climb go over the boundary, and it worked What's great. What's
1: your favourite go over the boundary
0: story? Yeah, even? Go over the boundary. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a really polite term for something really quite. <laughs> It yeah, really I'm
2: really <laughs> keeping it clean the first we can
0: uh, Oh no, go on, give us
1: a yeah, We yeah. always have ease on this
2: let yeah, talk oh, about lechy up. men So
1: let's have a lechy woman story lechy yeah.
2: So you just get I'll get like things dropping in the DMs I'll get proposals I ended up going on one or two dates Like I was single at the time So I was like, why not? Like You meet someone yeah. online And I agree with someone meet someone on LinkedIn. I'm very much like if you get on with someone, why not? Why shouldn't you? Yeah. Like if you click, you click. And then I had one client who, in particular, was from the states. She was going through a load of stuff. Narcissism. Had a few sessions. After one session, I just got a lot of inappropriate voice messages and stuff like that. And I was like, I can't do this. I was like, this really can't happen. So I just took a long step back. And a lot. Man,
0: when you get that, is it just annoying? It, does it creep you out? Do you feel a bit offended, or do you just think, "Oh, I'm not quite sure how to deal with this person"? Or does it give what, you an ego boost?
2: You know what? It, it, you know what? I think, like at the time, it gave you it gives you an ego boost because you think, "Well, I'm still, I'm still, got, to... it.
0: still gonna... got it, <laughs> ages, still got gonna... it." Well, to be God. fair, I thought that when the dog came and humped my leg once when I was in the island <laughs> <laughs> but I was in a low period back then.
2: <laughs> but it also made me look at and think to myself, like, why did I start, and it wasn't for that purpose. Yeah. It was, yeah. Without was flattering, it was like, right, you know what? Are these people actually looking at you and listening to you for the fact of what you're saying? Or are they looking at you and just etching off your and looking, thinking, maybe I'll get you up.
0: for like going, well, I'm not just going to milk that. I'm, mm. I'll uh, do something that is, feels more authentic to me.
2: And a lot of people don't know what goes on behind closed doors. There's probably a lot of influencers taking advantage. And it's mm. not hard to take advantage, you know, at the end of the day. It really isn't. But for me personally, it was like, right this is my reputation on the line. Like anything I do is going to come out. So at the end of the day, I'm not going to hide anything. You know, if I've gone on dates and I've ended up in situations, then, you know, I'm open about it. I'm not going to be hidden about it. But also I was like, right, I don't need to be putting myself in a situation for the future because really I was supposed to be making a change and making an impact. And I took my heart back to where it was, was like, right. You know what? You was hurting at the time and you, you've done a load of work in a work. You've done, you've got a coach We've done all this stuff, and that's why I deleted. Like I said, a TikTok following of like twenty k, a yeah. lot of people would have would have said like you worked hard for it. Yeah. For me, real bravery is in pivoting and dropping something out when it's not right yeah. for you.
1: If it doesn't yeah. feel right. Get rid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I probably would have uh, tried to give it a go, of changing my audience. <laughs> With that twenty k, that I'm not gonna. Lie. I probably wouldn't have gone silly. I would have tried giving it. Tried to go, guys. That relationship stuff. The yeah. stuff. I'm not doing that no more. I'm doing this now, and I would have kept yeah. the things. But, yeah, if it really did get to the space, then it's like, no, not. yeah. Not. But also, you've done it once, you can do it again.
2: Exactly. And the thing is about TikTok as well, it's like, although you have, like, large followings, percentage of people don't see that, and that's where the real power is within a community. When you've got people within those communities, and that's the great thing about TikTok, It's a lot of people ranting about it. and I used to talk about it before myself, but the real power is connecting with the people that are obviously talking and commenting and really getting to know them and that's how you build right, tightening audience you can have 100k followers but if only a fraction of people are interacting and we've only got like 24 hours a day who said that molly may in it we've only got 24 hours in the day right, no. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. it's
2: a bit like linkedin you can only respond so much if you've got a business to run you've got a business to run and you've got and a
0: life to have don't let it own you
2: so for me personally, it's like real about building a connection with what you have, and you could do that with a thousand fans quite easily.
1: That's the holy grail, isn't it? The thousand fans. Is it? Was yeah. it? Pat Flynn said that. Who said that? Yeah. Like yeah. That,
2: I I it. It super yeah.
1: fans have a, uh, yeah. super fans. Yeah. So
0: how did you? What is it that you do focus on now then?
2: Now I just focus on people. To obviously, deal with their mindset. A lot of entrepreneurs come and they want they want coaching to generate them leads the problem is sometimes it isn't a lead generation strategy it's actually what's going on upstairs a lot of people will like said if they go out they're like right i I ain't making sales and they try sell strategy or they put so much importance on just generating leads that they're almost forcing people away as we know everything's a conversation everything's relationship building and the way i work is i just have conversations and you can see where people are at when you're going straight into that with the energy and the mindset of I need to convert this person because I've got to pay the bills. That's a bad place to work from.
1: Yeah. The people can smell the desperation, can't they, when, when, it, when it gets to that point that you're like, oh, I really need them to buy this thing. Otherwise, yeah. I won't be able to pay this next bill that's coming out whenever. If you don't really care like if they buy or not you just like to have a nice chat with them and yeah. if it works and let's do it you know and at the point you're not gonna you're not lost anything if they don't buy from you you're in the exact same space as you were before so i think if you
2: go if you go into it with a mindset of like this, i'm just going to go and help them either way they might become a client they might not and nine times out of ten i find a lot of people don't know what they want as well um who i deal with they don't know what they want so they come in and they just think i need money and when you chase money it just runs away like relationships mm-hmm. like love it just goes further and further away from you. Just like when you're trying to build an audience, a lot of people think they're diving into one or two tactics and that runs away. So I always work on a deeper mindset and always seem to dig deeper. It's always something else. And it's never what people say it is. You know, you it's never might... the
1: first thing, is it? It's never the first thing somebody nah. says. You have to keep asking and asking. I used to work in recruitment, and when people wouldn't take a job or, like, they wouldn't want to take it, was never the first thing they said, oh, it's too far away from me. Well, hang on a second, you knew where it was when you went for the interview. And then you just keep going, and then in the end you actually find, or if you're lucky, you might find the real truth as to why they wanted, didn't want to take that particular job, but it's never the first surface thing. Oh, most things, it's, it's never the first thing that somebody Somebody says there's always something deeper to it, I guess. So, so, where are your clients normally at when they find you?
2: I work with like a lot of like Gen Zers, and I've got like a debate about Gen Zers at the moment. Do you as well. know what? I'll be yeah. honest with
1: you. Like, yeah. I don't understand all these different Zeds and millennials. I don't know the, the thing. I don't, I've just like... Google it, it'll give you the date. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, maybe I, it's yeah. like not
0: rocket science, it's super simple. I know it's probably yeah. not, but
1: I've never bothered to actually like look.
0: Well, Obviously I, I know what I Why you
1: don't know yeah. then <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: exactly But, but they label labelled themselves Already and it's like You're people yeah, Like you're yeah. just Young people with, like, I
1: don't know Because I don't know yeah. well, So what are the Gen Zers For them out there That haven't googled it Like so
2: me Anyone under sort of Like 25 really isn't it? Oh it's the like, youngsters Yeah It's, yeah. The youngster.
1: it's probably um, inappropriate To say you call them Youngsters now Isn't it Probably not well, So that's PC. who you Mainly work with then
2: Yeah um, I work with anyone as well Of any <laughs> age really I've started lately Talking a lot more About my experiences A lot of like Sort like the traumas And stuff like that I've been through, because I think there's a big part of me is coming back to that part of like you want to help people with trauma. There's a lot of men out there that are struggling right now. You know, I spoke to a friend today who's got a brother in trouble at the moment. And I spoke about a couple of people who like obviously took their lives last year. And a lot of men just don't speak up and they just hide stuff and, and suppress it. So with me personally, like how I've looked at life, I'm like, I like social media. There's parts of it. I don't like, and I think a lot of us are getting trapped in that sort of like point of we'll, we're all trying to do on social. We're all sharing selfies. We're all doing this. It's like, let's just get back to who we are at a core and loving yourself. And there's men, most men don't speak up. A lot of these guys that are making sort of inappropriate comments on LinkedIn and stuff like these, these are men in serious, serious pain. Although the comments are not right at all, and I've got four daughters and I stand up for that big time, there is a deeper issue there.
1: Kind of things never come from like a happy, well balanced person, do they? We hired a troll once and then, uh, and I thought, oh he's a knob sometimes I play about with trolls a bit yes. so I just like you know like have a bit yeah. of banter and I maybe dig back whatever. they're not going to bother me I actually quite find it a bit fun and then somebody messaged me and went oh be careful because actually this guy's doing this this is happening yeah. to him turns out like he's going for a really bad thing and I thought yeah. okay well he's starting it off he's being horrible to me and I'm having banter back but I don't want to be responsible for somebody going that extra yeah. step that I'd, you know and mm. that be on me so I just blocked him in the end so I thought yeah. okay that's, that's not for me to be getting involved with but I was thinking this thing the other day because there's this guy on now uh, i won't say who he's who he is but he's on facebook and he has a big following and he always talks about like uh, how men should basically be responsible for themselves and make loads more money and their wives or girlfriends shouldn't even work because and uh, you know they're useless if they don't do this or and he's got these flash cars and he makes lots of money and things and i've always thought like it's a bit bad how he comes across because yes he's had opportunities in his mm. life for lots of different you can clearly see on certain levels he's privileged and whatnot. And, and other people don't have the opportunities that perhaps he has. He's had not saying he hasn't capitalized on them because he has, but we yeah. can't all do what he does, is my point. Like, you know, that we just can't. But he almost I say sounds broken, yeah. Not
0: but he's successful,
1: yeah.
2: Andrew Tate, in it, I think he is. He's got a baldish head.
1: No, uh, it isn't. It isn't. But I don't know who that is, but I'm gonna yeah. Google that. Pal. I'm gonna go and look up that yeah. person, it's obviously but, more but, um, no.
0: more but anyway, my yeah. point
1: is this guy is like that, so he's one of them anyway. And then he did a post the other day and he shared about uh, oh everyone we've got to be more kind because a man i don't know where he was based but there's a man that's a, a single dad of three didn't put a post of himself crying on social media literally mm-hmm. a few minutes before he actually killed himself because he had a job in a factory and he was looking after his kids something could happen that he didn't have the job in the factory and then um he was waiting for universal credit to kick in and yeah. it, when he died he had like four pounds something in the bank uh, but he obviously and he left a note i don't know if he left a note or something saying everyone's better off without me so mm-hmm. basically that was it he killed himself and gone left three kids and this man that usually talks about how everyone's crap and everyone needs to take responsibility and so is actually now doing this post around like because and all oh, it was very good of me to have not actually put <laughs> what i actually thought in the comments before because I, I thought obviously it's, you know it is bringing yeah. attention to this guy and how people he's sort of trying to say that like, men you need to talk and people we need to all help each other and be kind and things but i thought based on the content that you nearly put out, you usually put out there it's so hypocritical because i think that's the problem isn't it people do think oh maybe i should be better maybe i should be doing better and they beat themselves up and actually you got to that space through your life through lots of different things happening to you some your own fault some not it's just a collection of things and it's never ever worth taking your life uh, ever but obviously that guy thought at that moment his three kids would be better off sort of yeah. without him but but yeah it's just interesting that you say that that's
2: really sad as well it's like yeah. and the thing is as well like Hopefully I late. feel like yeah. I've just, like, yeah, the yeah. black clap. And you know that yeah, like yeah. outside,
1: as we record uh, yeah, this, yeah. it's like it's like yeah. five at night and, like, it has just yeah. gone dark across, like, my, <laughs> I feel like i still yeah. like, like, my, got my ring light yeah.
2: on. <laughs> There's ways uh light at the end of the tunnel. and the maybe feeling, this
1: guy, yeah. maybe this guy, it's actually got him thinking. That's why he did yeah. that post, because he probably feels quite guilty, because... He's, like, always hating on people like that, in a way, sort of saying, oh, you should take responsibility, you should step up more. But obviously he's probably thinking, oh, well. Well, I think the thing is with
0: social media you never know what's motivating people you don't know their situation their circumstances what kind of day they're having or what kind of person so you know if you're using it to validate your feelings or to give you like some kind of endorphin hit because you get so many likes and you're judging yourself based on it then you need to work on yourself really badly because social media is a tool you can use it for business you can use it for social things you know we've got a facebook group in our village we use it to buy stuff and do events and all of That is so positive and great, and I do get what you mean. There is a massive negative side of it, but I think that's as individuals we mm. need to work on not using social media to kind of validate our feelings. Well,
2: I do think we have we have to be massively accountable in regards to other people's feelings as well. I'm not saying like yeah, I'm, I'm pretty a hard ass as well. I always make sure someone needs to know what they want, then you can eliminate a lot of problems. You can just get really focused, and then you can find out where someone's at. You know, and that's a situation where you've got someone who's been slightly privileged, had the right opportunities falling in his lap, and then is just pointing that finger and saying to men like, "Right, you've got to be this, and you've got to be that." And it's just that same old thing of man up. But sometimes you can't man up. Mm. You know, the real manning up part of it is just standing up and speaking out about how you feel. Um, I think I, I spoke about um, recently, probably a few months ago, about something that was r- really dear to my heart that I went through, and something most men won't talk about. And I'm like. It's those conversations we need to have. And when we have those conversations, yep. then it opens the floor for everyone else. But life isn't just about money and riches. It's about the simple things of like just going for, being able to go for a walk or, yeah. or have freedom to completely, travel
0: Completely agree. And I, just, I think there is an, an element of we're in danger of just like wallowing in pity parties. So social mm-hmm. media is an awesome forum for sharing these things. But, well also you know you know i see a lot of people on linkedin recently seems to be a bit of a trend of just showing themselves crying and yeah. i think you know at what point in life you have to go okay i'm having a down day it's just a day things will get better you know i've got to have a positive mindset i've never going, taken I'm a, having photo. a down day everybody join mm. me in yeah give me some sympathy does that help you on a practical i don't know no, it's, it's not my style
2: so i can't relate to it but if maybe you
1: ever taken possible. a photo of yourself crying
2: me personally if you're taking a picture of yourself crying and you're going to post it on social media it's kind of premeditated you kind of know
1: yeah yeah i used to laugh
0: at my daughter because uh, when mm. i'd tell her off when she was really little in my room i'd like a wardrobe that was all mirrors and she'd be crying and trying to argue with me but looking at herself <laughs> I'd be like why, why are you looking yeah. at yourself crying what's that about you can't be that you're watching yourself how
2: cool do i look when i'm yeah, sure <laughs>
0: oh, am i an ugly cry or a pretty cryer? yeah <laughs> you're right but there is an it, element yeah. of how can i use this to my advantage maybe yeah. that's what doesn't sit so well with me i don't
2: know the biggest problem we've got is authenticity that word yeah. itself is just poison that word just needs to be thrown straight in the i've <laughs> where overused works. Yeah, the effing yeah. bucket. It just needs to be thrown in that bucket and out of the way. But I said the other day to, on a post, someone said, uh, What's authenticity mean? And I said, When you're sitting on the toilet, going to the loo, because that's the only time you're truly going to be yourself, mm. in your element. Like most people feel they have to put on this to side. It's like, just forget about the word to show up and just add value to people's lives. And if they hire you, they hire you. And if they don't, they don't. And if they recommend you to someone else, it's because you've done a good job for someone else. Yeah. I saw recently on LinkedIn and a lot of people turn around this say about LinkedIn and you get that LinkedIn ain't Facebook thing. And I'm like, Mm. truth of the matter, it's like Facebook. That's just my point. It is like yeah. Facebook because, at least with Facebook, you know where it's coming from, your family and friends. That's who does the complaining. It's yeah, yeah. Complaining. They're
1: worse, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs>
2: you know, Doreen down the road's having a moan about her fella, as someone, and as someone's talking about politics, and it's like, well, hold on a minute, you're not talking about politics, you're not talking about stuff like this, but then you what? it is coming to the forum, and it's like, who can score the most points? And it's like, let's get back to the place of, like, helping people. And this is where... Last few days, I was like, right, after having this revelation. I was like, no, I want to get back to truly helping people and not just helping people make money. It's just like helping men just become better and being more open. And if a few women join along, then fine. But... The last few weeks, I've seen too much on LinkedIn that I don't like. And I think there's so many divides. I think the younger generation are always talking about the older generation holding them down. You don't need to talk about it. You just need to like...
1: Yeah, why do they think they're being held down? I think, if anything, younger people have, like, masses of opportunity. I wouldn't think that they'd be held down in any way.
2: Well, we've all been 16, 17 on Mm a YTS scheme. It's part of life. Oh,
1: you You mean, like, if they're apprentices, like, doing apprenticeships and things like that? Or
2: just... I just think... I think most kids nowadays have got an amazing, amazing opportunities to make a lot of coin on social media because they've got technology. I've always been a gamer. I've always played like Xboxes and had the Commodore sixty four. So I've always been on on a computer. They've got more so now. The, the, a, tele, a, a phone is so powerful. So that's why you're seeing an insurgent of young creators, or young social media like owners, agency owners because they've started and they've been online since they're young they understand the platforms
0: but the so barriers to entry now are like minimal you couldn't start an agency in your 20s back in the day you wouldn't have the contacts no. you wouldn't have the skills you, you wouldn't
1: you be have able to afford the offices, offices. yeah yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All, all yeah. The,
0: yeah and even all the software to do graphics and stuff it's just for not you know you can go and be a dj in your bedroom and what have you can't you it's just phenomenal
2: and it's amazing as well because they've got the, the opportunities that we didn't have yeah. as well. Yeah. So I think when you're arguing that case, it's like you should be just inspiring other youngsters yeah. and you shouldn't use it off the back of something else because then it just makes you know better than a lot of other people like that influencer, for instance. It's like you're shunning older people in a workplace or we still got have people working a the nine to five. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that you know i want you to be definitely
1: to... need them yeah you still want to be able to go into your local co-op and somebody yeah. serve you yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm like if i'm a youngster at IBFA, you know and i need a pilot to fly there so yeah at the end of the day we um we still need people in jobs and i think at the end of the day social media i'm going right down the rabbit hole but i do think it's just a matter of we just need to get back back to especially linkedin get back to the point of like showing up and showing people what they can do for their businesses as well and also, for me personally, it's showing up and just showing people, like, listen, it's okay to speak up and take control of your life.
0: What are the triggers that make someone think, actually, I need to get a bit of help now?
2: For me personally, it was just I'd hit a brick wall. I just didn't know what was going on, didn't know why I was people-pleasing, and it was like I was just so fed up. One toxic relationship, 20 years. Another toxic relationship, another one. And when I was about to get married, and I was like, and I, I bowed out like six weeks before the, I got married, wow. and I was like... That one was a kicker because it was like, I don't like to point the finger and blame. That's what it's taught me. It's not to blame. But I put myself in a situation where I was pointing the finger at that point. It was like, no, you put yourself in a situation with Mm. this person and you wasn't ready and it wasn't the right person. And
0: blame Um, is never 100%, is it? You know, even if you just have 2% that's your fault, it's still 2%.
2: Yeah. You got Um,
1: yourself there somehow. (laughs) Who knows, exactly. how, who knows how we get ourselves in these situations yeah. but we we got ourselves there so and all you can the only bit you're in control of is changing yourself from that so yeah a lot of guts to six weeks before go no nah, it's not for me how did that go down
2: you know what it didn't go down well with her anyway you
1: left, like. the country. <laughs> left the country <laughs>
2: um, um it was hard it was hard because it was like a lot of stuff related to like my children and stuff like stuff like that and it was just I'd given everything this time, and I was like, you know what? I'm so tired. I need help. Something's going wrong, and I need to see what's going on. And that's what I just reached out to a coach, um, and I just invested in myself and just put things right. And most people get to a point where you can make a ton of money. Um, you could be like multi millionaire. There be elements of your life where you won't be, ha- and you know, and you kind of know, but eventually you get a wake-up call one day and it either might be illness it might be a breakup of a relationship might be the breakdown between your friends and family and most people like hit that wall and then and if you put out the right content for them and it's what you've gone through I always say you've got to walk the path especially with coaching you've got to walk the path I can't talk about these things if I haven't gone through them myself yeah, I'm just yeah. no good to that person
0: yeah um, and there is hope because I, I love uh, JK Rowling talks about her rock bottom turning into the solid foundation that she built her life from and I just think that's a really positive way to look at it even though at the time she probably didn't feel like that but she literally had nowhere else to go but up
2: exactly and how many times she get turned down so again there's so many inspirational stories out there the biggest problem I think with personal development world is it's a way to come from a place of being broken and it's like you're never really broken you just need to like just get awareness
0: I
1: think Uh, you're
2: never really fixed (laughs)
1: somewhere in between between.
0: always a journey yeah
2: Yeah. you're always learning and it's just how you want to show up and once you know how you want to show up then you can then go out and get help but you've got to be open and receptive to it as well and it was a long path for me it was a long path it's a long path falling out of members of family i didn't speak to my brother for two years because of situations And, and it was like you know what when i got back to that place and now we'll just, we are call that sermon of surround yourself around like five people that elevate you is so, so important. Yeah. It's so, so important about surrounding yourself with the right people. I say that in regards to the people you follow as well, in regards to content you see, because you can get wrapped up with social media as well. Because yeah.
1: like, yeah, we if, if someone's like yeah. pulling you down, so, no, they're not pulling you down yeah. intentionally, but if you have that sort of feeling, that icky feeling when you see their content on social media, just unfollow them or just even on uh, Facebook. You can just snooze them for 30 days, can't you? You know, because it might be you know people say when they work with us they're comparing themselves to somebody else in their industry that's you know that maybe they've been doing it for longer maybe well maybe they've been doing it for less time they're flying or whatever but yeah. something about them triggers them and makes them feel not worthy or whatever will snooze them or stop them from popping up in front of you you're in control of what but you're Steve, you're your so right go and find and
0: role models that make mm. you feel inspired to get out there yeah. and do stuff rather than make models. you feel a bit shitty yeah. about yourself. two questions we ask every yeah. guest yeah. and one is we are the get savvy Club. So what makes you savvy?
2: Straight talking with no bullshit.
0: love it yeah fabulous and the second question is to recommend a book that you found useful along the way so a self-help development business whatever you want yeah
2: best book i found in regards to self-help and business it's a book called letting go david r hawkins and it really teaches you about your emotions that you can bring into you can bring to your business as well the process of letting go not keeping emotions not putting so much pressure on yourself in regards to anything whether it's love like i said business of so friendship it's a one book i reread like two to three times a year because like, there's elements i can go back yeah. to it, it i like it. that
1: book yeah yeah yeah, got that
2: one, yeah. yeah it just keeps mm. me top of like there's another book that i'm a bit esoteric another one i've got but letting go is probably the best one because it can you can apply it to business as well business is just like real life yeah. reputations everything and how you deal with people and how you get to speak to people is so so important And I'm just not getting caught up in it as well it's other things more things than making a dollar
1: and how can our listeners find out more about you should they wish to do so
2: there's two main platforms so linkedin predominantly uh head over straight. don't
1: go tiktok because he shut that down yeah
2: and i've got a podcast out on uh, apple and spotify now called alchemist
1: oh.
2: and and it's a podcast uh, predominantly directed towards people that have overcome adversities and entrepreneurship as well in business so yeah if
0: you're enjoying marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate review and subscribe
1: awesome i love that i love hearing different people's stories he recommended a book called let it go by uh, david r hawkins i've read that book it's a good book if you would like to win it you just need to screenshot this episode of marketing made easy put it on your social medias, tag us in, because if you don't tag us in and you do it, no one knows. It's not on social media and it's not tagged. We can't help you. So you can tag Anna Geary, Anita Baldwin, or at Get Savvy Club at Instagram and obviously on Facebook as well. Or email us, go old school. Or yeah, or you can email us. Yeah. The
0: exciting news is our website, by the time you're listening to this, our new website yeah. will be out there. So go and check it out, get savvyclub.co.uk. And there's a link. You can email us on there, you mm-hmm.
1: can ring us, you can write to us. Yeah. And check um, us the check the links and tell us if they work or not. Yeah. We will have checked them, obviously. But yeah, so it'd be great if someone could win that book. In terms of questions, um,
0: it's not even a question, but one of the things you can do, all of you, is go and have a look at your Facebook pages, particularly for like bricks and mortar businesses Um have a look at your website and view it as if they didn't know you. So I was trying to look for something the other day and I was trying to look, it was a pub, local pub because I wanted to go and I wanted to know what time it opened and there were no opening times on there. And, um, you know, so I didn't know it said open now, but I wanted to know what time it open tomorrow lunchtime. What time can I come for lunch or whatever? And then sometimes there's no menus on there. It doesn't say deals there are things like that. So the tip here is go and view all your stuff as if you're someone just finding you for the first time and say, right, do I even understand what you do? Is it really yeah. clear how I buy from you? Do I even know if you're open or, you know, what services you offer? So no Q&A yeah. today,
1: but um, if there was, the question would be, what could I do that would be useful for my business? Or get somebody else to do it. like yeah. you know, Because you probably assume things make sense, but they might not because people aren't in your business day to day. They will probably go, well, what's that mean? What do you mean by this? And then, great feedback so people that are your ideal clients don't ask just some, some schmuck that would never schmuck what a great <laughs> word <laughs> <laughs> you schmuck <laughs> I feel like we're in like a, an American gangster <laughs> like noir yeah exactly I mean, call it feel noir <laughs> yeah so don't ask a random ask somebody that actually would buy from you and see yeah. if they can fathom it out because otherwise they'll go like, oh, yeah, no. and they're like yeah but your ideal client ask somebody who is it like your ideal client No, hey, we're gonna get off now because we're, we're done bye
0: that was marketing made easy the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, connect with us on social media. Just search Get Savvy Club.